Welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It's me, the Q-Dog. Coach Rita. Hello. And back in the studio. Not a limited time, but back in the studio, the producer, Ashley. Ashley, it's great to have you back. Uh, the only thing is, is that since you're in the studio, um, I can't go off the rails and get these episodes any longer because I will be kept in line. Uh, so just, I realize that, and uh, I will do everything I can to exceed the time you've allotted me. <laughs> <laughs> it is great to have my wife in the studio also. And uh, we are going to give you another dose or a sequel or episode two of She Doesn't Think Like You. Because um, really, Rita, I think we, we kind of felt like it was necessary to kind of expand on those ideas a little bit. Because we did, we had a couple of stories in there that kind of went off cue or off the mark as far as she doesn't think like you, but they were great to kind of add color, wouldn't right. you say? So um, what I'm going to do is turn it over to you, and then we'll do a little more reminiscing um, about she doesn't think like you, and maybe we can kind of paint the picture a little bit better. Okay. And um, we'll get it started just like that. Episode, the sequel, <laughs> she doesn't think like you. Here we go. So I just wanted to add this um, insight to that as far as she doesn't think like you. I don't know if any of you have ever heard of the 90-10 factor. Um, and what it is, is 90% of men, um, their response action is physical. 10% is emotional. Hmm. For women, it's totally opposite is... 90% of women are emotional, 10% are physical. Now, I don't, want to, I don't want to say this is the rule of thumb because we're all different and I understand that. But the majority of how men are is physical 90% of the time and 10% is emotional. The, that's the difference in how we see things. That's the difference from um, men and women. And if we could understand that difference of the 90 10 factor. And that definitely will help you understand each other. So when we're thinking that our spouse should be, you know, 90% physical to think like us, um, that's not what you're going to get. Cause that's not how she's been designed. She's designed that 90% to be emotional. 10% of it is physical. Now for men, you're saying, okay, yeah, that makes sense. 10% of you is emotional. Your wife needs all of that 10% because that's what she is. That's how she connects to you. So even though it's a, you have, even though it is 10% and I know I'm using these percentages, but just follow along with me. Um, knowing that and understanding it about you and, and your spouse understanding, it's so opposite of what each other needs. So we usually give that person what it is that we need instead of giving them actually what it is that they are designed and how it is that they need what it is that they need. So by men showing up with a 10% of their emotional being, you got to give it your all. Like your 10% has to be 100% your, 
you're all in in that 10% of what it is that you can give emotionally because she's taking that all in because that's her that's her way. That's 90% of what she is and what she does is emotional. I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I'm trying to. Cause you have to, <clears throat> if you think opposite, if you think, you know, you are 90% physical in, in your being of, of how you respond, what you do and how you connect. It's physical. Mm. Women are 90% emotional. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys are totally opposite. And what you're bringing to the table is totally opposite, but you have to understand that difference from each other. Is it, um, I'm, 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 I'm trying to wrap my head around. I know you're real and I can see. I, I I gotta, I have to make it, I don't want to say dumb it down for the guys, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, make it more of a a practical application here. Uh So just, uh, we both have a hundred percent capacity to operate. Correct. Right. So 90% of the capacity that powers our wife would be an emotional fuel. Got it. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And 90% of what, um, 90% for men is physical. Correct. Um, that's what fuels men is a physical act, physical response, right. physical, um, whatever it is, it, it operates through the physical. Right. And 10%, of uh, uh, what fuels a man is uh, emotional. Mm-hmm. So 10% of what fuels a woman in that capacity is, is physical. But if I, could, if I could ask this question, can I use my 90 to help meet her, her 90? As in this, my wife, like sometimes... It, it, she needs me to hold her mm-hmm. and emotionally that makes her well right emotionally that brings her up or right. gives her certainty right so whereas i don't i don't really need exactly i don't need her to be emotional to me right. to help me feel certain mm-hmm. um if she needs me i can use that 90% that i operate in and 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 um extend a hug, a hold, a kiss to her, and that can meet part of her emotional yes. need? Okay. Yes. Um, okay, I think I'm... See how hard and difficult... I don't want to say hard and difficult it is, but it's really trying to understand each other and where each other is coming from because it isn't a natural thing. Like when you when you start putting out percentages and statistics and this and that, it's like... You, ha- you almost have to make yourself think like what it is that my spouse needs. Yeah. And we're not used to thinking how our spouse thinks. So what you're, okay, now the other side of what you're saying is, <laughs> and we're just using round numbers here. Right. What, what we're saying is if, I, if I, my capacity to be emotional, yeah, a rough number is 10%. Mm-hmm. I really have to be all in dedicated to that 10%. Right. I can get away with, not that I'd want to, but I could get away with a little less on the physical side. Right. There's a much larger capacity exactly. there. But as far as the emotional side, since it's it, since 10% is where it's at, I've actually got to be 
all in invested a hundred percent exactly in that ten percent range exactly yeah that makes a lot of sense because you're because you're speaking her language at that moment you're right. speaking what it is that she needs to connect with you on an emotional level because that's all her that's all who she is yeah and you're saying that ten percent of me feeds that ninety yes. percent of her yes Woo. okay and in that ten percent of her feeds the ninety percent of us right where they were where women would have to show up 100% in that 10% of physical they got to give it their all okay because then that is meeting there it's meeting your husband's need in in that factor of that's what you know 90% of men it's all physical yeah I mean well, correct me if I'm wrong if if I mean, men are, are naturally wired that way. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with women being emotional. For some reason, we think if you aren't like me, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That's really going on today for sure. Yeah. If, you, if, if you're not like me. You must. If, if you don't think like me, you're against me. Exactly. And that is. That's like a big, a big deal, not only like in the environment today, but like marriage wise. Yes. So I can see that because if you, if your capacity, okay, if you're being over analytical and maybe you're, it's 80, 20 for you or right. 75, 25. Okay. Call it whatever you want. Whatever you want to call it. Right. Okay. Um, what we have to understand is our spouse needs us to show up a hundred percent in whatever that capacity is exactly. to meet their need. Right. And we need to be, you know, um, a hundred percent of 10% is a lot. Yes. 1% of 10% is not a lot. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that though that capacity is kind of set at, at 10% for me as a man, it obviously has a really big impact on 90% of my wife's exactly. life. Exactly. Ooh. And you're only showing up 10%. Yeah. And and it's not by a fault. All I'm bringing this to, to give you insight to understand the diversity of men and women. We are so different. We're wired different. What, how we connect, what we do, um, you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, what whatever you want to call it, we are so different. The diversity is... I believe I said it in the last episode, what you don't understand, you don't value. Yeah. So if I don't understand where it is that my husband is coming from and know that he is motivated, wired by a physical need, if I don't understand that, I'm not going to, I'm going to say like, screw you, dude. Like that, you know, that's your issue, not mine. Cause yeah. I'm not putting value into how it is that you're created, how it is that you're designed. What I'm saying is you have to accept me for me and this is what it is that I need. So once again, it's all about me. And then when you lead, like when each of you lead with that 90%, mm -hmm. there's cataclysmic explosion. Right. There's friction. There is, you don't get me, you don't understand me. Right. And then it starts to kind of build this gap because you start resenting one another exactly. because you just don't understand me. Mm -hmm. When, if you could invest in developing that 10% exactly. that's not as natural to you, it shows up in 90% 
That's how much 90% it affects your spouse. Exactly. Ooh. Does that, does that, in that, like you said, you know, do whatever numbers you want to do. You, like I've said before, your relationships are unique. Yeah. I'm just giving this example of the, of, of this factor that how men and women are so different and we need to understand the difference in order to value what's in front of you. So true. And if, I mean, the ultimate, like the ultimate thing is this, um, you know, like hopefully this will bring value and understanding as to, to what it is and how it is that your wife, your husband thinks. So once you start to honor the differences, once you start getting it and understanding it and knowing that this person isn't against me, this is just how they're wired. This is how they think. Um, in the way that you think, you communicate, you connect, you begin to create a marriage of true intimacy. Yeah. You can't have intimacy if you don't have understanding of how this person thinks, communicates, connects. You don't have that. And like what you said, it's it's more of like a explosive relationship more than it is to connect. Yeah. So... If you're and you're looking for that place of connection, mm -hmm. and that tells you how powerful, you know, I I I manage people, and I hear all the time, well, that's just the way I am, and I'll say it's not the way you have to be. Right. It's not the way you have to be. Mm -hmm. It might be the way you are, but you can be better than you right. think you can. So how are we going to change that? And you know, one of the examples that kind of brings to mind to me is, and I'm so thankful that that Jeannie doesn't think like me. And I know I said that in the episode <laughs> right. before. Uh -huh. Okay. But I'm so thankful she doesn't think like me and that she does have this large emotional capacity. Cause for me, like I'll go back to this. I grew up poor. Okay. Mm -hmm. Real poor. Um, not dirt poor. Cause we had a floor under our feet, but we were poor. Right. And we struggled. And you know, if I ever got to go to the movies, I didn't care about nothing but going to the movies. I was just thankful for being at the movies. Mm -hmm. And with Jeannie, it's a whole experience. You go to the movies, it's an experience. And you get candy and popcorn and soda. You go to have a great time. And we would kind of war with each other. Uh -huh. Because I'm like, no, the kids just need to be happy they're going to the movies. <laughs> and then it, all of a sudden one day it clicked. It's like, that's the wrong way of thinking. Mm -hmm. She's trying to create an experience, an emotional experience that's tied to this movie or to a family event. Right. And here you are stifling it because you're poor. And it's like, ah, if, if I didn't, if I, I didn't understand that, so I did not value it at all. Right. I just wanted my kids to be happy for what they had. Right. Go to the movie and go home. You know, so to me, when I, when I saw it for what it was, it's like, no, it needs to be an experience. Right. And I opened myself up for that to say, um, I, I, and I tell the kids all the time, you are so lucky to have a mom like you have, cause we, we probably wouldn't have a Christmas tree and the gifts wouldn't be wrapped. You just get gifts, you know, and I'm not a Grinch. I, I might it's, be a Grinch. It's just what you've been taught. Yeah. 
You know, I was just thankful. It was a little, right? But I was thankful to get a little. Mm -hmm. And for her, that there is a there's a great place for that emotional, um, that emotional. Uh, what's the word I'm looking here? Experience mm -hmm. um, with the kids to teach them about traditions. I have my own traditions right. that are good. Obviously, I had some that were bad. Um, but tapping into that emotional. I could have kept warring with my wife, and it could have kept a lot of ought and uh, resentment between us. I'm thankful that I saw the value in um, her creating that or that part of her so that we, our kids, don't think like me in mm -hmm. that area. I don't want them to think like me. Right. Just be happy with what you got. Right. No, it's okay to have an extravagant experience. Mm -hmm. And that, I really had to... I really had to go to war with that, but I'm glad it clicked to me one day that uh, she doesn't think like you in this area, and this is a good thing. Right. Now, there's some there's some areas where maybe my thought process is a little better, mm -hmm. a little healthier, so we can, we can blend what we have. Exactly. But being able to grow in that 10% capacity, um, you know, she's helped me grow in that area. Mm -hmm. And we could actually help. We could actually help one another grow. Absolutely. In our areas, right? Yes, mm. absolutely. Because mm. who else do you want to do? You know, grow with. Yeah. You know, and and be able to really give each other that room to grow. Right. To appreciate the fact that you're coming to that understanding, that let's let's grow together in this. We don't have it right, but we're willing to stick. You know, stick with it until we can. Um, you know, accomplish what it is that we want it to be. Yeah. And I'm just thinking that if you, if you as a husband and wife start to, you could actually design each other's 10% mm -hmm. and you can design it based on the needs of your partner. And then once you start designing that, it becomes completely fulfilling your capacity at 10% could at some point overshadow that 90% yeah. and be so fulfilling to your partner um, that you establish this cosmic connection or however you, yeah. I'm, I'm going to expand my vocabulary people. <laughs> I'm just, it's one of my, one of my goals for the coming year is to have a better vocabulary. Um, but it, that, that makes a lot of sense to me mm -hmm. that we could help each other in that 10% category. Obviously right. you have enough, resources within the 90%, you know, no, nobody's saying that all those are healthy and, right. you know, those need to be trained as well. But as far as meeting your partner's need, mm -hmm. you could help each other grow in that 10% area right. and say, this is what meets my need. So please add this to your bag of tricks for me. Right. Um, please learn how to use these tools, mm -hmm. uh, you know, guys, tools, whatever, but, right. um, that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, I had thought I had heard the 90-10 when we talked about it earlier, but I didn't, uh, I don't remember this. Yeah. So I'm kind of having to wrap my head around it in the moment it, here. Because so. you don't, because when you don't think like that. Right. You know, if, if someone were to say to me, you know, like, you should just be 90% physical, be like, what? With like hugs and you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, I could do that. But when someone says, you know, you're 90% emotional, totally. Like I totally get that. Well, and that, that plays on the, on the idea that, you know, when you gals are kind of 
pouring out your heart and your problems. We just want to fix it all. Totally. Because we could just go get our hands in it and fix it. Yeah. Let's just, you know. Because that's the physical part of you. Right. The task-oriented part of you that wants to go in. And it's not a bad thing. It's just how you're wired. And if I don't understand that as a wife, then I'm going to constantly have, like, issues with you always trying to fix the issue instead of me being, like, a grown-up and mature and saying, okay, honey, I don't need you to fix me. I just want you to like click into that 10% of your emotional part of you and just sit here and listen to me. Listen about my day. Listen about, you know, what the kids did, um, you know, how the dog got out, um, you know, the washing machine broke. Okay, all right, I'll give that to you because Bill would fix that too, like first thing off the bat. Okay, I'll <laughs> give that to you. However, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like they want you to emotionally connect with how it is that their day was right, wrong, or indifferent, and they could have had like the most awfulest day, but if they could, if they could connect with you on that level, and all you have to say is, come here, let me give you a hug, because I know you had a rough day, I totally understand where you're coming from, oh my gosh, like, yeah, there, there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be room for all this animosity, and offense, and, um, anger and really getting on each other's nerves because I've taken the time to understand you and where you're coming from. And it's not like you're coming against me or you're not trying to do something against me. It's just how you are. And I have to understand that and appreciate that about you. Right. And why, why would we as guys want to change that? Because we don't, when you have 90% physical and 90% physical, you generally have the UFC, <laughs> right? That's, that's just kind of how that testosterone thing, exactly. you know, that competitive testosterone thing works out. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what it is, guys seem to compete. Right. And, and there's, there's a place for competition. Right. But there's not, you know, as, as bad as, as you as, as women want that emotional connection, Guys want that physical connection. Exactly. And it goes and, both ways. Right. Totally and, goes both ways. You know, if we could as as guys, if I can even get better at it, you know, when it's when it's time to communicate with my wife, just take a moment. And for me, it would be, you know, taking my ten percent, putting on my my emotional glasses and my emotional hearing mm-hmm. devices and just step out of that physical, come on, let's just get this thing done. Tell me what you got to tell me so we can get this over with. Right. And just be present in the moment and receive what she's giving me. Um, That's really going to meet her need. Mm -hmm. And I know when my wife is happy and fulfilled, my need will also get met. Right. um, In a very wondrous and joyful way. Exactly. Um, And it's that yin and yang, you know, it's the... It's that thing that says, I'm, I compliment you mm-hmm. where you have opportunities and, and you compliment me. Exactly. Because I don't want to identify him as a weakness. I think better, better said is where, you know, where we can celebrate your strengths because my strengths uh, complement where you're not so strong. Exactly. Um, so that I makes think, a lot of sense. I think sometimes what um, might make it a little bit difficult is if you look at it at this end of it, you know... Um, through cultures, through 
society through what we've been taught, you know, from, from our families, it's like men are not supposed to cry. Men don't show their emotions. Men keep it together. So to, to enlighten that 10%, it goes against everything that you've been taught Mm. to, to really connect to your emotions. So it even is harder, you know, to, to say, what do you mean? I got to be emotional. Like, yeah, you do. Also on the flip side with women, with the 10% of physical, you know, um, I've come across so many women that have been sexually abused, you know, um, a whole different realm for them physically is um, very distorted of how they were taught, what they were raised, depending on um, the, the, what do you call it? The generation that you were raised in, you know, so we got a lot of things that come against us Mm -hmm. and it's, it's understanding and working yourself through like, why do I feel this way? If, he wants to be intimate with me tonight. Like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling like, um, really like, and, and we play these things in our head instead of just saying, this is him and this is what he needs. And this is how it is that he connects. Like we, we play into what, just like men would play into the emotional part of, right. you know, men aren't emotional. Like, you know, that's not what we're supposed to do. This isn't how, um, you know, I've been raised. I didn't see my father do it. Right. We could bring in so many different things, so many different other factors in that that hold us back to really be able to, um, fully be that 100% person that shows up in a marriage. And this is what it is that I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. So, well, I mean, to me, like, kind of like what I'm hearing, if I could, you know, uh, sum it up, it's like um, those two areas, you know, the physical and the emotional, they don't communicate well with one another. <laughs> but when, when really artfully um, utilized or when, when, when used in the proper way or employed in the proper way, they can connect very well with yes. one another. And so that, that's on, that would be on us as men, you know, first just to understand that there's a reason, there's kind of a biology to the reason you don't think like her and she doesn't think like you and to be okay with it and not to really force it to say, no, you have to think like me. Um, and then to say, well, what is there taking personal responsibility? What is there that I can do that will help facilitate this connection with my wife. Mm -hmm. What can I do to improve this 10% of me, to grow this 10% of me that feeds 90% of my wife's being? Exactly. And and I'm saying, I want to know. You know, for me personally, I want to know. There's nobody else, you know, that I connect with on this earth like I do with her. Right. You know, in being a father to seven girls, I need to be a great example and set the bar as high as possible to show what a good husband, how a good husband can connect with his wife. Right. And also for my son. And I'll be the first to admit that I ain't perfect at it, but my heart 
my desire is to grow in that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially now hearing this, that I, I didn't, I didn't put those two together. I knew the Mars and Venus. I never read that book, but you know, <clears throat> I knew there was a difference, but you know, and I knew that men were more physical and women more emotional. I didn't know to what degree, but that tells me how powerful 10% of my makeup can be that it can affect 90% of who my wife is in a good or a bad way. Right. Depending on what I lead with. Right. Exactly. So that, thank you for that. And it has a lot to do with, um, like we talked about before is deferring. Yeah. If you, if you enter this in with the mindset of deferring, you'll hit it good every single time because you've come to the realization that you're deferring what it is that you need in order to give your spouse what it is they need. Right. And along with all the tools that we've talked about up to this point, you know, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of power in learning how to listen, Mm -hmm. learning how to stop the conversation in your head. So your wife can tell you what she needs or attempt to tell you. Right. And then asking the right question. You know, not saying you shouldn't feel that way. Well, you're emotional, so you can't feel that way. Coach right. Rita said you can't do it. I don't recommend going out and doing that. Me but neither. I, but I do recommend, you know, um, using the tools that, that we are giving you to understand how you can better grow um, that 10% of who you are right. that has such an enormous impact on who your wife is. Exactly. Um, and we've given you some really great tools as far as what did you hear me say? Um, deferring, listening, uh, remembering, um, being present in the moment, unplugging. There's just, there's a lot of rich information in these past episodes right. that can help get you on the path to that. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I totally agree. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this thing up here real quick. Uh, I wanted to talk about something. I was listening yesterday, kind of getting refreshed and and prepared for, you know, uh, today's episode. And we were on a family drive, so I decided to plug it in and everybody got to listen to, uh, you know, episode 12. Oh, (laughs) So um, one of the things that we had talked about was the speed bump. And we explained speed bump really good as far, we, we explained it out for Jeannie in that terminology. But going to the clouds... Somebody in the car that was riding with us was like, what does going to the clouds mean? Oh. So it gave me an opportunity to say, hey, we should explain that because right. people might not understand. So as I said um, in like episode 000, um, I'm a dreamer. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge dreamer. I love to dream. And for me, there was a point in, uh, in mine and Jeannie's marriage where she has this need for certainty, this concrete need for certainty. And me being a dreamer, I would just blast off like a rocket um, with these crazy ideas that I would have. And that's a way for me as a creative individual to really stretch myself, mm-hmm. to see what's possible. It's like an exercise you go through as a dreamer because it fulfills you. It, it makes you feel alive to get that dreaming, just to dream as big as you can. Right. So for me, that was, that was what we had established. And you kind of coined the phrase of just be willing to go to the clouds mm-hmm. with Quincy. Be willing to go up and dream. And there's adventure in uncertainty. There's a lot of adventure there, right? you know, and so I would go to the clouds and then take my slow descent <laughs> back from the heavens to the earth. And then reality, you know, the closer I get to the ground, the more reality comes and says, well, it was a good thought, 
but maybe I'll start a little smaller. But it's an exercise for me because I just, I'm such a futuristic, forward thinking type mm -hmm. person that I need those opportunities to stretch myself. And during that time, she would always give me a phrase that would drive me absolutely bananas. <laughs> the glitch. There's the, here's the glitch. Here's the glitch. And I'm like, I never want to hear this word again. Because she was constantly shutting me down for her need for certainty. Exactly. And there's, there is a lot of uncertainty in us dreamers. Mm -hmm. And we thrive on it. Um, but I, I just want to take the opportunity to explain what going to the cloud means. That's good. And, and you as, you know, in your marriage, guys, you will start to come up with some terminology that helps these buzzwords, I call them, mm -hmm. that, that helps you two communicate with each other. Because it's easier to say a word than maybe to say an entire phrase. Um, because when you throw that word out there, it, it just comes across, it, it's a lot easier to get out than mm -hmm. a whole train sentence that could be taken the wrong way. Right. So it's like, when I say this, here's what I mean. So please remember, and it, and it helps. So now we talk about going to the clouds mm -hmm. or we talk about a speed bump and it's put a lot of, uh, cohesive activity between our lives. Cause you know exactly where each other's coming from. That's right. That's right. And now we value that about right. each other. Right. You know, we value that. So we'll honor it. We'll exactly. respect it. We'll, we have a lot of acceptance for that. So now we can take it, you know, we can let that person be that person. Exactly. And that's you know? the goal. And she can nudge me towards certainty and I can nudge her towards uncertainty. Right. But together... It know, works. It works. That's right. Yeah. So, hey, why don't you reach out to us at man versus marriage podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions. We'd love to hear um, what you thought of the 90-10 principle today, uh, good, bad, or indifferent. And we also want to know, one of the biggest questions we have is how can we help? That's what we're here for. We're here to help reform and just redesign what people think about marriage and how good it can be because it can be as good as you want it to be. So uh, check us out on Twitter at MBSM Podcast. Uh, Facebook, come join the group. Join the group. Somebody else say join the group. Tell them, Rita. Join the group. <laughs> May the force be with you. All right. Yeah. Check us out there. It's facebook.com slash man versus marriage podcast. Man vs. marriage podcast. And until the next episode... We'll see you then.